If you're new to the podcast community and you want to start a new podcast and you're looking for a platform that is user-friendly, that has everything you need at your fingertips, that won't set any limits, that you can earn money, then I would recommend Anchor. Now, Anchor can be used basically anywhere. You could be in your car, you can be laying on the sofa in bed where you can edit, um, record, and upload. Um, You can throw in um, soundtracks. You can, I mean, everything is there for you. Now, I use it because, like, it's user-friendly and um, it is free. And I find it really easy to navigate without it being very confusing now most platforms you know before you can even try it out you need to sign up and pick a plan I like anchor because I don't have to go through any of that so I recommend it now if you really want to get into it I recommend you going to your website anchor.fm and you know signing up or you can download anchor.fm from the google store itunes um, and give it a try so don't forget to go to anchor.fm sign up and i'll see you all in podcast community Now it pulls up the app. Yeah, you're special. Oh, why not? I'm that that special aided person. Yeah, little yellow school bus. We know this already. We made that and established that on your podcast that you were a special. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you have any ghost stories besides Gettysburg? Not, not right off the top of my head. Okay, so you've heard of phantom smell, right? Phantom smell? Yeah, like phantom smells. As in like you can smell it, but you don't know where it's coming from type deal? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Have you ever had a phantom smell? Like the smell of blood? Yes. But you don't know where it's coming from? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I've been getting a lot of phantom smells. Like my grandpa. Mm. Uh, lavender and cigar smoke. Always everywhere. I know he's around. Weird. But it just associated with grandpa. Um, there is a like a rotting smell 
Yeah, it just like pops up out of nowhere. It's like, ooh, where did that smoke come from? Ooh, please? Ooh. Yeah. So you kind of guess that you have a ghostly visitor when I get those kind of smells. And that I could see. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. And then, um, so Karen, the coworker, her radio likes to play static a lot. And every time it happens, like, it'll automatically turn off. And then it'll turn on, but it'll turn on to a static station. Like an AM station. And she's, she yells, Denise, it's your fault. I go, uh-uh, that's not me. I go, I would worry if you start hearing words come out of the radio. Static. That's when you start to worry. Try I would to, think, right? And try to blame, try to blame you for that. Like, and then um, motion lights turn mm. on and turn off. Yep, I've seen. I've had that happen a couple times. I was like, I go, dude, the light keeps turning off and on. It's on the sensor, but there's nobody over there. Oh, well, when you walk close, I go, again, nobody's over there. Everybody's sitting at their desk. So how's the sensor turning on and turning off? Denise, did you bring the ghost again? I I don't do nothing of sorts. I don't know what you're talking about. That wasn't me. I'm like, all right, okay. But Denise is well for everything. Got it. (laughs) The one person that deals with paranormal is fault. Got it. But it, could, it, it couldn't even be your fault, and it's still, yep, it's Denise's fault. Yep, it's my fault. I don't know how it's my fault, but it's my fault. So, have you heard of Hotel Del Coronado? I have not. Okay, so Hotel Del Coronado is located um, in San Diego. On a little island called Coronado. It's like right off the coast, like literally right uh, next to San Diego, which you have to take this really long, fucking huge bridge to cross over. And we all know that I'm scared of heights. Mm. So every time going over this bridge is like, oh my God, no, please, no, 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 no. Not today. So. Um, Hotel del Carnado is haunted for, or is known for, um, a lady who, um, killed herself. I guess, story goes, she went out to meet her, love her, and he stood her up, so she killed herself, to sum it up. I think they call her the lady in blue or something, I don't know. So, years ago, now this is a true story, I got witnesses, years ago, um, I went with my friend Sue and my friend Oscar to do, like, a mini investigation of Hotel de Coronado. So, we actually stayed in this very expensive hotel, because, like, rooms at that time were, like, $400 a night. Hmm. 
Yeah, so if you want to stay in a fancy fancy hotel for like $400 a night, there you go. But the Pacific Ocean is literally your back door. So you walk out of the hotel and there's the beach, literally on the beach. Well, now I can see why they, why it's $400 a night. Yeah. So we got a room. I mean, when you walk into this building, let me, let me describe this. It's solid mahogany wood. I mean, it looks like a fucking cabin on the inside. Okay. And it has one of those old elevators um, with no buttons. It just has the lever. So it's one of those ghetto old elevators that, you know, it'll take you to the top floor, but you may not make it because the elevator looks like it's going to fall apart. Those kind of elevators. So part of the hotel um, was burned in a fire. I forgot when. So they kind of remodeled one side of the, the hotel. Um, where we were staying, we are still staying in part of the old part. And um, our floor, kind of we were like the only ones on our floor because there was nobody else on our floor. So we arrived, we checked in. Then we um, went to dinner, but we also left a digital recorder um, recording um, anything in the in the room because it's an old building. Number one and two, we want to see if it was you know there's any ghosts in the room. So we put the digital recorder next to the door, and we closed the door. And we heard the click, and then we jiggled um, the door handle. Because, you know, we were like, all right, this is us jiggling the door handle. We're stepping out. We're going to lunch. On the inside, while nobody was in the room, nothing, um, you know, we went to dinner. We did our walkthrough and whatever. And... We went back to the room and we listened to the recording. You hear as if somebody opened a door. You hear a click. And then you hear something drag across the floor. And it sounded like somebody like opened like the closet door and they're like moving something heavy across the floor. I was like, okay, that's weird. All right. So we were listening, we were talking with one nine yards. Oscar um, ended up feeling pressure on his head as if somebody was pushing down on his head. Um, And this was all recorded because we had a video camera left on all night just to see if we caught anything. And if my memory serves me correct, we noticed and we heard growling in the room. Yeah, that's a whole lot of nope. And we heard fire trucks and people screaming. How wonderful. 
so it kind of sounded like the building was on fire. Because I remember hearing fire trucks in the recording. And I, hear, I remember hearing people screaming, like in chaos, like trying to get out of the building in a way. I was like, really? Or we reviewed the camera and Oscar woke up and he said, because you can see the shadow of somebody pushing his head down. Like, you can see the pillow sink in. Well, it's already kind of sunk in because you put your big fat head on it. But as if somebody was really pushing him really down in there. Good grief. And he's all like, yeah, I felt, I felt pressure. Like, somebody was pushing my head down. I was like, Hmm. Interesting. That's a whole lot of that's a whole lot of nope. <laughs> so also part of California history are the missions where the Franciscan, you know, up and down the coast of California. Um there are like twelve missions. And we also did a little ghost adventure with three of us. We are the trio for ghost adventures. Like, dude, if you want to go ghost hunting paranormal, shit, all three of us go. We just do it. So, Sue and I went to San Gabriel Mission, which is about maybe 15, 20 minutes from where I live. And um, we were walking around the cemetery. Because all these missions have a cemetery attached to it. Um, and they're really old missions. These missions are like from the 1700s, 1800s. So they're really old. And um, some of them are falling apart. Again, California's earthquake country. And a lot of these are near fault zones. So the, the buildings are falling apart and everything. So... San Gabriel Mission, which is about 20 minutes for me, um, is another mission that has is basically attached to an all-girls school because my cousins went to that mission when they were, you know, back in the day when they were younger because we're all old now, senior citizens. <laughs> and Shit. And um, we, I've been there by myself, and I've been there with Sue. And when I was there by myself, I was taking pictures of the cemetery because I'm a huge fan of cemeteries. You see these little, uh, like flashes of light in the pictures. And I remember one time I was there, and the doors to the old church were closed because we had a major quake here and it just kind of like the church was falling apart basically because it's old it needs to be restructured and it needs reinforcement yada 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 so it has these huge wooden front doors double doors and I remember walking up to it and putting my hand like hesitant but I put my hand on the doors and the doors felt like they were breathing like the whole building was breathing you know like 
it bow out and then it go in and then it go out and then it go <laughs> in. I was like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, you literally would see the door bulge out as if somebody came running full speed and just slammed into the door. And you heard it from the inside as somebody was trying to get out. I was like, and there's no way to get in there. Like, no way. The only way into that area is you have to go through um, a little building that's locked up. You have to go through the little building and then you have to go through like an outdoor um, adobe kind of kitchen setup and like uh, water tanks and stuff from back in the day, how they would hold their water, their wells and you know, their adobe little dome kitchens and stuff like that. You'd have to go through there to get into this building, to this church, because it was on lockdown. Dude, I would be like, oh, hell no. Mm-mm. Nope. No, thank you. Because it literally felt evil. Like, I put my hand on that door, and all I felt was evil. Like, darkness. So, when I went back with Sue, we decided to take a tour. Because you can take a tour of the old church. And then they have the new church next door to it. Oh, hell no. We walked into the to the old church. And, I mean, if you're, you know, into Catholic saints and statues and pictures and all this stuff, these places have all of that and more. So, it was like. Yeah, no. Too many eyeballs on me. Nope. No, thank you. I don't think so. But when you got back to the church by the main doors, there's a lot of uh, darkness, like dark nooks and crannies. And I told, I told my friend, like, I'm waiting for something to pop out and get me right now. Like, literally, that's what it felt. It felt that something was sitting in the corner, just watching you, waiting to attack you. That's what it literally felt like. That's a whole lot of nope. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, no, thank you. Mm-mm, nope. Uh-uh. No, no, thank you. Yeah, that would have been a... And mind you, I've dealt with ghosts all my life. It's like, no. Some of the locations I currently clean are haunted. I was at one of my locations cleaning and I literally walked out and I bumped into a little old lady. I was told that this lady and her kids were leaving because her grandmother just died. And I stopped and I was like, kind of took the breath out of me. I'm like, oh, like, and I apologize. I'm like, I'm sorry. But nobody was there. And at that same location, I've had somebody walk through the bathroom door all the way across the bathroom sink and mirror and like literally walk through the wall. Because I'll be mopping and out of the corner of my eye, I see somebody come in, and I'll turn, 
and you'll just see the back of them walk right through. I even text my boss. I go, hey, by any chance, is this location haunted? And he's all like, what do you mean? I go, I literally just saw a ghost walk through the bathroom while I was mopping. And then they had remodeled the front, like the little uh, uh, area in between the building, like in the front part of the building. They made like a little uh, picnic area, sort of like uh, patio furniture and stuff like that with artificial grass and everything. And the other night, I went around and I stopped in by the front doors and I literally stopped in my middle of my fucking tracks because I saw somebody standing outside the main glass doors with red eyes looking at me. Mm. I was like, uh, yeah, no. (laughs) I'm like, and I go, and I called out to my ghost, I like, Sam? Yeah, where are you? Weird shit like this happens to me all the time. Another location, I don't try to look out the back door because it's like the, the heavy metal door and then it has a glass pane. But behind it is like a, a, like a low hill. And that area is known to have a lot of skunks and coyotes and stuff like that. I don't look out that door. During the day, if I'm there during the day, I'm okay. I go out that door like no tomorrow. But at night, I don't go out that door because it feels like somebody's watching me. Like, I'm waiting for a zombie to come and, like, slam the window. That's how it feels like. Like, somebody's sitting out there watching you. Yeah, that's a whole lot of nope. It's, have you seen Resident Evil when they're going through the, the hive and, they, yes. and the, the whole labs are all flooded with water and that one uh, lab tech pops up and like she slams the fucking um, uh, window? Yes. That's what it feels like. That's why I, I won't go out there at night and if I do I turn the flashlight on my phone on yeah that's that's a that's a no yeah no I'd be like no there's nothing out there for me and there's times where I'll go like dump the trash and I'll come back and I'll take a picture and I will literally like will post it on like Instagram and I go do you see them so you see him standing there. Because I know it's there's something standing there, but the mental image picture that I get that it's like kind of like telling me or like sending me, yeah, no. It makes me want to avoid that whole area at all costs. Oh, yeah. I would, I would be like, I'd be like, nah, I'm, I'm done. Um, 
but yeah, there are a couple locations. And then when I have when I'm cleaning a building, and there's empty uh, salons, like there's no curtains, lights are off, and you see just the styling chair and stuff like that. I sit there and it feels like there's somebody on the inside looking out. You have nope. a feeling that you're being like looked at, like somebody's mm-hmm. looking at you. But there's yep. nobody around, but you still feel like somebody's looking at you. Yep, I'd sit there and be like, mm. And the funny part is that I will walk down a hallway and I will I will be like, um yeah and I'll take a picture. But it feels like people are staring at me. And these these salons, because it's one large building, and there's maybe between 20 to 30 individual salons in each building. And they all have their own, like, curtains, or they have, like, uh, some type of, uh, like, a glass covering so people can't see in but it gives you the feeling that you're being stared at like they're following you wherever you go yep that's a whole that's a whole lot of that's a whole lot of nope you think that's bad check this one out so I was in a building and I had to use the restroom and I was going to clean the restroom. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. And then, I go. and then I hear a knock on the door. And I'm like, hello? No answer. And I hear another knock. I'm like, the one next to the, where I'm at, the next the one next door is open. Um, there's one in there. And then it was a constant knock, 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 knock. Huh. I yep. this, but see, in order to get restrooms, except for like two buildings, you need to enter a code to get into them. Because a lot of homeless people will wander in and they want to use the restrooms and then tear them up. So you need an actual physical code punch in to get in. So I didn't hear the code being punched in and I didn't hear the door open. But somebody was knocking. Yeah, that's still a whole lot of nope. Then you hear the door next door click, like somebody, un, you know, opened the door, and then the the toilets are censored, so you have to like stand in front of them, or you have to move around them for them to flush. So I hear all this going on. And I, you know, start cleaning the stall that I was in and I was wiping down and doing the whole nine yards. And I went across, I walked out, I entered the the men's bathroom and I entered the code because I didn't hear anybody come out. So I go in and I opened the door. I knocked on the door and I opened the door. Like I grabbed the door handle to see if it was locked. It was open. I walk in and there was nobody in there. That, <clears throat> that's a, that's a, mm, 
That's that, a no thank you, right? Yeah, at that moment I'd be like, Yeah, no, I'm 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 done. Yeah, this place is cleaned. I, I'm gonna go ahead and leave now. And it's funny because I will I will say, All right, let me just finish what I'm doing. If you wanna talk, we'll talk later, but I need to get this done, so don't bother me. But that was trippy because I did like the other restroom, I did the stalls, I did all of that, and I didn't hear the um, the motor on the the keypad go off because every time you open the door, you the motor like kind of resets itself. I didn't hear the door open. I heard a uh, a, a flush. But I didn't hear anything else. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, all right. They're taking forever. I gotta, I have, I have to clean it. Or else I have to put it in my report that somebody was in there and they didn't, they didn't fucking leave. And, you know, I can't wait forever for them to get out. Yep. Nope. Nobody in there. Yeah, that, that's a whole lot of nope. He's like, I have the the weirdest luck when it comes to being places haunted. Well, I mean, like when I when I worked for <clears throat> Millennium doing uh, the old slave plantation. Well, that's when you told me that there was a whole bunch of like fog coming in and you like thought you saw some people or something yeah and then my uh my partner that was working the nights I didn't work he actually saw a tall black figure walking towards the main building and he heard chains being drugged And this is like 2 o'clock in the morning. And he told me, he called me one night. And he's like, dude, what are you doing? And I was like, sitting at the house, you know, relaxing. And he's like, I got some shit to tell you. And I'm like, all right, lay it on me. And he said, doing his patrol, he said... He turns around, and at one of the areas, he noticed what looked like someone walking towards this house that was didn't have anybody in it at the time. And he said, so he turns around, parks the vehicle, gets out of it, Hits his flashlight, starts walking down the woods, looking, and he he hears the chains dragging. But he said, nope. He gets back in his car, goes over to where the indoor tennis courts are, and he's sitting there, he's typing out his report, and he looks up, and he sees a black figure going across the glass. He said, you gotta be, you gotta be shitting me. This is no, 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 no. This is no. So 
egos and goes to the use the bathroom and he's finishing up he's washing his hands goes to open the door up and just so happens damn door wouldn't turn the knob wouldn't turn and he's sitting there looking back in the mirror looking at looking at the door he goes to do it again still wouldn't open and so now he's like alright what the hell well he goes you know what I'm just gonna fucking kick the door open he said this is this is too much well when he went to kick the door open he heard what sounded like a grown ass woman very faint laughing off in the distance and he said no that that no just no and because he popped the door open or when he went to kick the door the door just randomly opened up and he said he looked he looked around and that's when he heard the like the girl laughing and I told him I said yeah that's that's not good that's not good you probably shouldn't be you know looking for said <laughs> said individual and he's like yeah no not happening no well next night comes up he's working and he calls me and he goes, Jeremy, he goes, our little creature is um, standing, looking up at the, looking at, looking up at the building, at the, um, shit looking at the big house I said oh really he said yeah well come to find out they doing a little digging up there well them doing a little digging up there is uh started creating some issues And uh, it ain't going too well up there. So, so let me take a wild guess. Either it's an Indian burial ground or a cemetery. I'm, I'm not 110% sure. I'm thinking what's happening. Is that is, they're, they're disturbing whatever was buried there. Exactly. And, and with them doing that, it's stirring up... A bunch of stuff. Um, they stirring up some things that probably probably shouldn't be. Interesting. 
And so now, you know, I joke with him. I said, I said, you better be careful. I said, uh, I said, oh boy, oh boy, might be coming over and, and hello to you. And he goes, Jeremy? Crazy. You can politely shut the fuck up now. So what do you think about the Ouija board? Uh, I don't mess with it. And why don't you mess with it? Because I've known too many people who who has messed with it and they found they found shit they didn't want to find. So I, I really I don't know how that Ouija board is being used as a game because it doesn't make any sense. No, no, of course not. I I find it very the ones that are using it as a as a game and trying to um, turn around and want to play these play these games with it now. Well, I mean, dude. You don't know what you're bringing in. Like, I get it when ghosts just happen to be in a location and they just, you know, pop up and make their presence known. Get that. But when you literally go and you contact whatever you, your grandpa, your aunt, your uncle, your cousin, your friend, through a board, you don't even know what's responding to you. Is it actually the person you're looking for? Is it demonic? What is it? You don't know. That's why a lot of people are like, they use the Ouija board when they do their investigations. I'm like, no, 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 no. We don't fuck with the Ouija board. You don't. Because for the fact is that it can tell you something and it's really not. And you just open the door and you let whatever come in. And then you don't close the door properly. You either throw it away, burn it toss it whatever you want to do and now you're stuck wherever you're at and you did it with this <laughs> dark thing running around so here so here's a question for you since we brought up uh brought up the Ouija board what do you think about the spirit boxes mm. Do you do you think? Because I've I've watched a couple couple episodes. Ghost on, Adventures. No, actually, no, actually not. I haven't seen newest ones. Um, I watched a couple episodes when they contacted, um, like Heath Ledger and some of these big name. Uh, stars, uh, guy who played Black Panther. Um, who else did they contact? Robin Williams, Steve Irwin, stuff like that. Do you actually believe that in the 
when they're asking to speak to these individuals, do you believe it's actually no dead people coming through, or is it or is it quote unquote demons that are actually mimicking their voices to come through on the spirit box? I personally think it's a mimic. Well, in my, and you know, just me kind of listening to what they're saying about it. How my my thing that blows my mind is how do you how do you even know that that's who it is because. Yes, they're, it might sound like them. They might sit there and say, you know, the actual, you know, what happened to them or, you know, what they're feeling or things like that. But these people are saying that that's, you know, oh, that's really them. That's really them. But yeah, no. You don't, I, you don't know. I literally say it's a mimic. Well, the, the, the ghost adventure ones, they're not, in my opinion, when, you're, when you listen to when Zach turns around and he does one, they're not calling out a specific individual they are just essentially whatever is there to reach out now do 110% believe that every single time they go to these locations and they film them on TV that they're getting something every single time no you know, because they've got to make money somehow. But <clears throat> they did. I saw one or listened to one when they did Chester from Lincoln Park. And they were just like asking all these specific questions. And, you know, it was coming out as his voice, but it was very, very, uh, dis- distorted, very, almost like you can tell it's his voice, but it was super deep. And it's like, mm, y'all, y'all, y'all screwing around with something y'all shouldn't be. Yeah, that's why it's like, I don't get it. I'm like, if they want to talk to you, they will talk to you. Mm-hmm. They will either send you a message. They'll talk to you when you're sleeping, when your mind isn't so chaotic. They will talk to you. Um, you know, they will send you messages. Yeah, and just like the one that, you know, it baffles me. They... um you know, prime example, the guy who did Black Panther, 
you know, they talk about, they ask him, you know, what, what really killed you? You know, like, what really, what really killed you and what, what was the reason behind it? And they, he flat, he flat, you know, the, the box comes out and it says, um, it was like colon cancer. And I'm like, how do you know that that's the, the main thing that ended up killing him? Because there's so much conspiracy theories going around that the, you know, Chester really didn't die from, uh, from suicide. It was actually, it was actually a murder because he was trying to expose, uh, the sex trafficking of kids. And it's just like, how in the world do you even like, you don't know you don't know the 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 whole reason behind it what really you know if you're actually talking to these people or if you're just like you said talking to a mimic and i'm sorry but i ain't going to sit there and and fuck with something if i don't know what's on the other side of that something the way I look at it is, yes, I know you're there. I know you might want to try to talk to me. But until that until that moment, negative good I'm not trying I'm not trying to play with you. I agree one hundred percent. Every time I see it on these ghost shows, I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't believe it. Yeah, I mean, it's, and it's, you know, don't get me wrong. I get it. Everybody, everybody tries to say, oh, yeah, well, what they're doing is real. And, and they, they, um, they put the, they put the time in for it. No, they didn't put time in for it. They are just, they're going off of what other people have said they're going off of uh, well there's a there's a possibility that you know we might see something here because they say it's um, truly truly haunted well of course when you sit there and you're in the area and essentially provoking yeah you're gonna see something but I I ain't just gonna go out on my free time and say oh let's go to this you know abandoned sanctuary and let's see what we can find oh hell no I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why people, you know, 
oh, well, if they can do it, we can do it too. Uh, no. No. You, you've seen, you've seen on some of the, you know, some of the episodes that on Ghost Adventures, what happens with, you know, with Zach, if it truly is, that's what's happening. You know, him getting enraged or he comes walking out with freaking three, you know, three marks. Yeah, okay, cool. Or three long scratches. Cool. He, they're, they're provoking. They're provoking to get that kind of response. Like, why would you go to a place that is called Goatman's Bridge when you know that is a hell of a bad place to go to because of people's experiences there? Like, no. One of the one of these days, people are going to realize, hey, we might not want to go here. This might be a bad idea. <laughs> but I, I look at this, my sister, my sister's like, oh, I, I would really love to stay at uh, at the Gettysburg Hotel. And I'm like, why? Why? Please tell me why you want to stay there. And, you know, she goes, oh, well, because they say that if you sleep in a certain room, um, you know, that you'll, you'll, you'll have more experiences there. That's all fine and dandy. You there? You still there? Hello? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can't hear you. 